It's a great track, that. Graham, you remember that one as well as I do, of I course. Do. And, and you reckon it might, be, it might be your theme tune. You no, say. yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome back to Radio Valley. We were chatting on the phone several times um, earlier on in the year, and you, of course, have been on a boat trip. Oh, yes, That's a big it. boat trip. Sort of like, I was speaking yeah. to you from uh, Volgograd in Russia from the World Cup, if I remember rightly, the last time we spoke, uh, which is my uh, second city, if you like. So, uh, yeah, I was there for most of the summer, but we got there by a, a, a rather unique route. We were the first ever British yacht, and I'm a bit of a yachtsman, to sail from the end of the Danube to the end of the Volga on the Caspian Sea. So that had never been done before. Sounds really good. I mean, that, that sounds like a fantastic trip. The most I've done is sail my mirror around <laughs> the, um, the Willen Lake and, yeah. and around, you know, Stamber Lake. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, it took two years of planning, and of course, uh, Russia's not the easiest country to get into. And part of the journey, we had to visit the uh, Crimea, or we visited the Crimea. A uh, wonderful place, um, but everyone's saying, don't go there, don't go there. Uh, but actually, we were welcomed with open arms on our uh, route to. Uh, the Crimea and to, up to Russia, to Volgograd. Why did they say don't go there? Is it dangerous? Well, uh, no, it wasn't the Russians that said don't go there. It was actually uh, the world society and uh, lots of rules and regulations about if you visit the Crimea um, without permission from the Ukrainians, because obviously Ukraine still think it's part of their territory. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's another argument. But actually, uh, we were welcomed well there in Sevastopol, um, which is the uh, where the Russian fleet were. And they, after some um, interesting moments getting into uh, Sevastopol, they allowed us to stay in Russian waters for one year, which has, again, never been done before. I guess you've got to respect the country, respect the rules, and um, generally sort of toe the line. Exactly, yeah. when in Rome. Um, yeah. Of course, when we left the Crimea was the most interesting part, or the most dangerous part, because we had to uh, go across the Azov Sea, which is disputed water between Ukraine and Russia. And we were always on the lookout for Ukrainian gunboats, because if they'd uh, caught up with us and seen that we'd been to the Crimea, we would have been, I would have been talking to you now from a Ukrainian prison somewhere. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, but we made it across the Azov Sea to Rostov Nadonya on the end of the Don River. And then you ended up at the, the big match, didn't you? Yes, we, we, we sailed all the way up to Volgograd through the Volga-Don Canal. Again, another first. Uh, no British yacht had ever been through the Volga-Don Canal, which is a huge canal. That actually, most of the commercial traffic between the Caspian and the Black Sea goes through there. And that terminates at Volgograd, which, of course, was the host city for the World Cup. And uh, I was doing a lot of media commitments for local radio, television in Russia, and we had a great time. And, of course, I went to the uh, England-Tunisia match, which was the first England match of the tournament there in Volgograd. Right. And at the time, you thought we were going to win, uh, mean the whole thing, you know. <laughs> well, it would have been nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? And, of course, I was reporting back for uh, Radio Verlum um, on Tony's show in yeah. the afternoon. So that was that was fun. Every, every Saturday, I would call up from Volgograd and we'd... Uh, have a little chat about how it was going out there. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun, um, the World Cup. And it wasn't as predicted. It wasn't dangerous. It wasn't uh, controversial in any way. It, w- it was great. There was a good atmosphere running the whole tournament. I think a lot of it helped because Russia did very well in the early stages. And it buoyed everyone's confidence and everyone was in good mood. 
Right, well, before you go, just tell us about your other thing, which is um, another go at the ultimate uh, school disco or another version of the disco <laughs> okay. that you do. The ultimate civic disco. Of course, we were at the uh, arena the other night for the 50th birthday celebrations, which was an absolutely great night. But that wasn't disco. Uh, twice a year we do a little fundraiser. Brings me back into my hometown, St Albans. Uh, we do the fundraiser, the ultimate civic disco. The next one is on the 24th of November. We're still raising money for the uh, new museum uh, in the middle of town. Although it's open, we've still got 150000 to go to, uh, to finish the job. So the next one, 24th of November, is the ultimate school disco. We want you to dig out all your old school uniforms, ties, regulation, this and that. And it's going to be a great night. You know, it's a lot of fun, the ultimate civic disco. I mean, I've seen you there in your spandex. I did actually used to go, believe it or not, especially to the uh, the rock music nights as well, you know. Yeah. <coughs> to the um, the evenings on Saturdays. I mean, that was different from the discos, but we used to go there um, for the rock music Yeah, as if well, I remember, yeah. at, the, at the beginning, uh, the early 1968, the uh, arena or Civic opened. Uh, Monday mm-hmm. night was the, uh, the Civic disco, yep. and the Saturday night was disco stroke live that's music. Right. So. Yeah, Judas Priest, that sort of group. <laughs> oh, <right>? dear. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing <laughs> times. And and great to look back at that. And, um, well, thank you very much. We've got uh, some giveaways. We're going to see if anyone wants to, uh, you know, call us and maybe go into a hat for these things. Ah, as you wish, yeah. Phil. We've got, okay. we've got 10 tickets there for your listeners. Yeah. So uh, uh, the Ultimate Civic Disco, 24th of November, Auburn Arena, always a great night. Uh, so get on down. We'll see what we can do. So if you call us, we'll put the names in a hat and, uh, you know, pick some winners out. That's the way to do it. 839926 is the number. Thanks very much for joining us on the programme then, Graham Kensley. Thanks, Phil. See you again soon.